The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The decisions you make in your health choices can truly reflect the current and future course of your life. Welcome to Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom, with your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Our show will bring leading-edge expertise to deep challenges faced by individuals and humanity. We'll draw on ancient wisdom as well as the latest research from our diverse guests. Now, here is Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to look at Forgive for Your Health. Letting go of pain, return to joy, and recover from trauma. This Wise Chats Simple Talk Profound Wisdom session is focusing on the dynamic of what affected all of us 12 years ago. 911 occurred and the world was changed. Pain and suffering left its destructive, its destruction on people's lives worldwide. Everyone suffered. Everyone needs to heal. Everyone can return to joy. This show focuses on letting go of pain and how to return to joy. The devastation from the past has left a path wide and deep in people's lives. Today, we are going to explore energetic ways to health. Forgiving empowers you to go on. Forgiving moves you out of the pain and suffering loop of the past. Drawing on guidance from a wealth of sources This show will give concrete, simple ways to remove the hurtful energy that that may be eroding your life today. We remember those who lost their lives and loved ones. We remember the families and friends left behind. We remember the caretakers who also gave up their lives in the act of serving. We remember those who were injured also in the act of serving. For all of them, we are moving forward in their honor. I will be including insights and input from a 2012 interview with David Lawrence Smith, who was the American Red Cross Volunteer Director for the 911 disaster recovery. I met with him last year in July and also had several conversations with him prior to that in discussing his role in his experiences in helping to 
meet the needs of this immediate disaster and provide a sense of direction and inspiration to those who came forward to serve. I'm including my remarks from that experience with David to help you to gain a direct perspective from one who was there on the ground zero during the time of the events. This program is going to be divided into three parts. The first part, we're going to focus on the event and the impact of the event. The second part will focus on rescue workers, their experience and needs, including the report and insights from David Smith. The third section will focus on deep healing 12 years later. We're going to take the time to have experiences for you to identify the impact on you. Perhaps you have not thought about the event in a long time. It is in front of us all of the time, though, when we hear, if you travel, for example, you greatly are influenced by all the changes in the travel requirements and notice the effect that it has on us and the whole industry worldwide. But that's just a minor part compared to the bigger effort, knowing what happens inside, how our body, our emotions, our mind and spirit were affected during that time in the aftermath and 12 years later. If anyone would like to have a call in, feel free to do so and receive insight directly from your questions as I will tune into them. But like I said, the first part, we're going to be looking at the immediate event and the impact on you. I'd like for you to go back in time with me and remember that day many years ago. And if we look at the exact time frame, I'm on uh, Eastern time zone, which is shortly after 2 p.m. And by that time, we're in the midst of extreme chaos that occurred as the events were actually captured um, on film from a variety of different sources. And worldwide, people were beginning to ask, what happened? Why? Who is the cause of it? How do we need to protect ourselves immediately? And then, how do we need to recover? So let's start at the early time, the earliest memory you have. Each of us would have a different experience based upon our age, our background, and when we tuned in to these world events. Notice where you were and when you first found out and how, what was your immediate 
reaction. I'm going to pause for a minute or so for you to be in your own process and think about that, what it was like for you. Because this show is intended to be a very personal, experiential show, giving you time to reflect, process, assess what your needs are, and then move to a new place of healing. As we look at the impact of the event, remember now, where were you when it occurred? is how this affected you. So take time to go inside your body and notice, did you have a physical reaction? Did you have an emotional reaction? A mental reaction or a spiritual reaction? What was that process like for you? Again, I'm going to pause for about 30 seconds now so that you can think about your particular answer to this question. The next thing I'm going to have you explore Did you do something as an immediate reaction, either to care for yourself? Is there someone you called to talk things over with? Did you need to rest or reflect, be by yourself? Perhaps what you needed was um, to um, busy yourself or some just the opposite opposite to just go and sit and stare at the TV or listen to the radio. Some others may have started thinking, what can I do to help? Where can I go? How can I use the resources that I have? What needs to be done? what happens. So in this short period of time, I'm laying out the four elements to be aware of, of what happened and starting to process them in you as an individual and what you needed to do. I reflect and I'll give you just a few examples from my experience, what I'm talking about. At the time, and again, remember, uh, I'm on the eastern coast and at the same time zone where it occurred, and I was early in the morning walking my dogs in the neighborhood, and I came back in and to the house and saw at the identical time when the towers came down. 
when you are energetically in the moment of an experience, it has one impact on you, contrasted to when you are watching the same piece of information as it was televised later in the day. A direct in the moment live experience affects us energetically different than watching it later on. I received in my body an impact and noticed that my energy shifted in ways that I couldn't understand nor made sense to me. It's as if a wave when you drop a pebble into the water and it radiates out, this is what occurred. A wave of energy was flowing and influenced. So as you think about this, we're going to be breaking soon. And I want you to consider who did you need to talk to to get support? What was needed to rest and rebalance after your experience? And finally, how did you personally need to renew the self and to rebuild? These are the three aspects that are needed in a recovery from trauma and return to health. So I'll give you the opportunity to think about these items for a few minutes, and perhaps you might want to be in a respective, uh, introspective state of being. You might want to make some notes for yourself, because when we come back, I'm going to be giving you some concrete examples on how to shift the energy within you that still may be hiding from the influence of what has happened. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs, and you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. 
Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Jo at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. Thank you for rejoining us. And I'd like to start this part of the show with one of the wellness intentions. The topic or the title is Life is Your Guide. Take time to read and learn the roadmap of life that is built on all of our experiences. We are shaped by adventures and traumas of each day, and it involves ordinary and extraordinary tasks that we take and make which shape our lives. Pause, listen, watch, notice, reflect, and study all that happens to you each day. Each and every day is a direct communication from source to grow, change, heal, and be healed. With this open intention, I'm now going to begin to look at the next part of managing and helping those who came to help. And I'd like to include information from David Smith, as I mentioned to you, who was the director of the volunteers for the American Red Cross and during the entire 911 disaster relief effort. His role was to help and manage the volunteers who came, about 700 of them, to uh, be of assistance and help. David currently lives in Florida and is actively working at the VA hospital there. He is in his 90s and very spry very loving and very committed to his life's path of supporting and helping others during their time of need. He reported that the goal was to talk to and take care of everyone affected by the disasters, helping to provide food and shelter and daily living experiences. And you can imagine what it was like dealing with 700 people uh, that you needed to find ways on how to help them to be of service and assist others. They were looking directly at 
those who were suffering, including the families, first-line rescue workers, the firemen, the ambulance drivers, and the hospital personnel and the police, and many people who were in need and uh, wanted support and help to deal with these things. The flow of activities when you have this monumental task, at times in the midst of all this chaos, there is a need to return to silence, to go within, settle the heart, become clear and strong within your being so that you can be guided and receive the strength that you need to move forward. Then moving into action, their work involved 10 hours a day shifts, trying to deal with so many unknowns and pieces that were very flexible. They broke the day into two shifts and the continual flow of people who needed to be managed and supported as they went on the front lines to support others. It was difficult when you think of those who volunteers, what happened in their lives. Some of them took a week to two weeks of their time to devote to the American Red Cross without cost from or being paid for their services. They were donating their time. Some of the supervisors who offered their time stayed longer, gave more hours, but most people gave two weeks away from their job. You can imagine what, since this was done right away, there wasn't time to plan clearly and to deal with all the many uh, things that affect someone's lives. Some of the same problems that affected the people who were directly influenced occurred. They had post-traumatic stress, some of them lost their memories of the many painful things that were shown to them. Various psychiatrists donated their time to help the workers. And uh, some people couldn't deal with the stress and the experiences that they were seeing and had to be sent home. These are additional uh, uh, after effects of an event that filters down not only to the person who volunteered, but in all of the people that their lives touch as well. So as you can see, I'm trying to paint a broader picture of energetically what happens to us. I am a nurse, I am a psychotherapist, and I am a dedicated energy worker and spiritually grounded to support people in their healing path. And to that end, even though I uh, am trained as American Red Cross uh, volunteer, which started when I first graduated from nursing in 1967, my goal was not to volunteer as a registered nurse, but to volunteer as an energy worker. Since that has been my life's work in the last 20 plus years, 
well, probably 30 plus years because I practiced nursing on the side. My goal was to bring forward to the community to look at laster deeping effects, not only physical injuries or emotional injuries, but energy injuries that also impacted the people as well. And to that end, I put together a concept called One Voice for Worldwide Humanitarian Service. And just as the American Red Cross has a protocol and training materials, the goal was to prepare energy workers from a variety of different modalities, healing touch, um, energy medicine training, energy psychology training, and the many various separate forms of energy work to bring them together in a unified way because there were many people who needed help and there wasn't one solution. We needed all hands on deck and offering support and caring. And part of what I want to do today is to help us to rethink those of you who are energy workers or interested in this concept who are listening today, think about not only this particular crisis, which we are focusing on today and why I've chosen to do that, because it is an important anniversary time. But I also want you to think about average person. Are you noticing it? I realized this morning I woke up and I was starting to feel of the onset of a cold and feeling fatigued. And I don't think it was just because of the demands on me. It also is a time sequence event that got triggered by this anniversary date. And I want you to realize this is a key concept. How I learned about this is a number of years ago, when my dad was living with me, and um, at first I moved him from Ohio to North Carolina, and I had to put a bed in the living room because we didn't have a separate place built yet. And once it got built, it was around Christmas time and the time when we were uh, getting ready to decorate for Christmas, and I was able to move him into his own space. And Shortly after that, a couple months later, he died. And then the next year, and that was around in March, at the same time frame, when I was decorating, getting ready for Christmas again the following year, I experienced extreme sadness, and I couldn't understand why. And later I was to realize when I put it together, I was reliving the energetic impact of my father's death. And this is why I bring this topic up now. When we have experienced a significant loss in our life, the energy of it can stay stuck within us. And we can begin to look at how can we move to health? How can we recognize that is there, how that it is slowing us down, are impacting us in our lives in some way? And that is part of the goal today, to look at that and see what we can do. So during this time, take a few minutes and think about, is there any residual peace that has come up for you? 
around loss and trauma. Maybe you have shifted from looking at 911 and my story about the death of my father has brought up a uh, death that you have experienced in your own life that also needs to be resolved. The point is, it doesn't make what the a difference a particular event, but that we take time to notice what is in us and what we need to heal. The topic of this show is to forgive for your health, to look at the things, how you reacted to perhaps what occurred in 911, now or then and now. In this point in history, we are yet again at a critical time when we look at what has gone on in Syria and the very significant events that once again influence the entire world that the world needs to take action. How we are harmed by man-made events that seriously undermine life and integrity of our planet by making some of the choices that were done. We're at a critical stage, and I am pleased that we aren't quick to go and to war, that we're looking at how can we do this differently? How can we come from the heart, from the love of the heart, and not just react in anger? How can we move to the energy of forgiveness but also maintain the energy of integrity. It is time for us to find new ways of being in the world. These ways include honoring the integrity of the individual and letting go of the love of power into, as Anadia Judith talks about in her new book, The Power of Love. And I'll leave you now to reflect on that. And then we'll come back in our last segment and look at some interventions and some resources that you have to move into the state of health and healing. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs. And you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bullbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. 
The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Jo at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. In this part, I'm going to address... How to Heal Trauma That We've Experienced and Return to Joy. Specifically, we've been talking about 911 and the impact on us, but also the things I'm going to share with you now can be used in any situation that you need to forgive someone who has hurt you in deep ways. Physiologically, we respond by hurt differently. Some people, the unwillingness to forgive, it could be resentment holding things in. It could be uh, stubbornness. I'll, um, I'm not going to forgive because I was right and you were wrong. It could be righteousness. There's no reason for me to forgive you. You deserve uh, to have uh, me feel this way towards you. And we can dream up all sorts of reasons of how and why that we cannot forgive. I want to include now one of the wellness affirmations that I wrote a number of years ago to support people in their healing process. And the first part of this dealing with forgiveness is that forgiveness is a main ingredient to improve your life. Be the act of forgiving others and asking forgiveness is what will bring about the change. By doing so, the heart is healed. The healing energy then travels to every organ, every cell, every thought and feeling that you have. And one way you can do that is to do a chant that I'm going to give you. And this actually opens the heart. I wrote this chant probably about 10 years ago when I was teaching in Peru and brought some ways, energetic ways to the children there and helping them to relieve the stress that they were experiencing 
In many cultures, song and dance are used to shift energy and to deal with all sorts of tribal issues and ceremonies that are needed and that is going on in the community. They are specific in language and in form that fits a particular culture. This chant is, I forgive you, you forgive me, let us be in peace, let us be in love. It makes a difference if we articulate the chant out loud and or if we do the chant while walking. I lived, when I lived in Carborough, North Carolina, there was a beautiful woods uh, close by my house. I used to go for a walk and take my dogs there. And that was a perfect venue for me to do this chant and to walk through and to make sound to deal with the energies that were affecting me. And again, we're not looking at using the mental mind to bring about the change because that's what can get us stuck. It can get us stuck in looking at what's going on in our lives and saying and repeating the same record. What this is doing is moving into a neutral place without judgment, using words, sound, and movement to shift energy in a spiritual way. There are many things we don't understand about life. And one of the things we can do is to bring about changes in the things that happen to us by using simple tools. We don't have to necessarily go and pay for health care uh, costs to different health professionals. Although when that is needed, we certainly can do that. But there are many tools that can be used to help you in the moment. We do a lot of things, for example, with young children, helping to soothe them. We put our arm around them. We'll cradle them and hold them. We'll sit and listen to them. We'll talk to them. And each one of those things are things that as adults, we all need and want. We go back to those memory associations that influence us. The chant I suggest, and many times when I would go for my walk in the woods, I'd think about what I was angry at, who I was angry with, and I allowed the scene to go in my mind. It's like telling the story. But at some point, then I would shift and move into the chant. And I would keep repeating the chant over and over and over. And then when I'm finished with my walk, my energy will have been changed. And it's not something you can go back and that you need to go back and say, oh, well, is this happening here or that happening there? And I'll remind you again, the chant is, I forgive you. You forgive me. Let us be in peace. Let us be in love. I forgive you. You forgive me. Let us be in peace. Let us be in love. I forgive you. You forgive me. Let us be in peace. Let us be in love. Saying the chant at least three times will be a 
good process to start with, and at times it can be done longer. But it's like um, moving into a neutral state, not bringing judgment of whether it is right or wrong to forgive and forget or not. It's not that we're forgetting. What we're doing is moving the energy that has harmed us out of our body. There are some other affirmations that I would like to read to you from the wellness deck. This one is called Let Go and Let God. Holding on creates havoc in our lives when we attach ourselves to our pain, whether it is physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. Be in the moment, in the here and now. Direct your attention to something that uplifts your soul. Even though it may seem to be a difficult technique, it brings rich rewards as you master it. Another way how to shift out of a negative state is through giving. Grace is received as we give freely rather than with expectations. For what we give may not be received as intended, but let go of all expectations to receive eternal grace, care, and comfort. One of the things that David Smith said to me, and I was talking to him about the impact of the difficult task he said he had as the volunteer supervisor of the rescue effort and support team. And he said, no, it really was very important to him because he felt like he was giving and uh, that helped him to uh, shift his energy and not focus on the things that were bothering him. The next affirmation card is called Shine Your Light. Regardless of what is going on in your life, you can learn how to shine your light and be the beam that lights a way for others to see in the darkness. As you learn how to do this, it lightens your burden as well. When we focus on what we don't like, need, or want in our lives, it brings more of that into our lives. Rather, when we focus on what we want and desire, we have a better chance of ex- of succeeding. And that, again, goes back to what David said. He was there for the people. He was service serving them. He was in the act of giving. He was shining his light. And as a result, many people were healed, and it helped him to get through in the difficult time. The last affirmation I want to read is called Be in Peace. The turmoil of your mind wrecks havoc with your peacefulness. Choose to be peaceful. You have the desire to live in the light or to live in the darkness. At times you are in the building stage, at times in the testing or the changing stage. No matter what stage you are in, you can be in peace and accept it as part of the journey. People do harmful things to each other. Each of us has probably hurt someone else. It is time for us all to own up 
to what we have done that harms another. Our journey may not be something as devastating as natural or man-made disasters, but we could have slipped up in various ways. We could have caused an accident that hurt another, or we were hurt in an accident by someone else. There are things that come direct into our lives that have touched us. Perhaps we have have been bypassed in the job promotion, and maybe it was through some um, not okay things that somebody else did. There are many things that can happen to us where we don't forgive, and I want you to know it harms us when we hold on to the pain. We have a choice. We can look at the glass half empty or the glass half full. We can shift our consciousness into the building stage and into the stage where we redo our lives. We take time to notice what isn't working and how to bring about change. Not just talking about, ain't it awful, so-and-so did this or that, but reflecting in a truthful way, I'm sad, I'm sorry, I'm hurt, or I resent. Acknowledge it, give it credit of how it's influencing your life, and then let it go. One simple way to do that is as you think of the things that are hard for you, that have been hard, either forgiving uh, another or you uh, being forgiven, take time to let the worry go from your body throughout the soles of your feet back into the earth and be processed. Because once you are clear of what is holding you back, you are then available to make room for new things in your life. This is a stage where we are to look at how we can rebuild our lives. And when we come back shortly, I will give you a few additional tools to use to help you to forgive for your health. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Visit the Energy Medicine Partnerships website at www.energymedicinepartnerships.com for workshops, classes, and special events promoting health and healing. These holistic programs are available for both health professionals and lay individuals. Water Lily Press NC provides the teaching materials for these programs. And you can find a link to Water Lily Press NC when you visit energymedicinepartnerships.com. While you're on the site, you may also check out Akamai University's Distant Education Programs, where Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook is Director of the Complementary Therapies Programs. Akamai 
University offers postgraduate diploma clinical education programs preparing clinicians, practitioners, and specialists in complementary therapies, as well as both master's and doctoral education in complementary therapies. For more information about Akamai University, visit akamaiuniversity.us. That's A-K-A-M-A-I university.us. And for more information about Energy Medicine Partnerships, visit EnergyMedicinePartnerships.com. Are you interested in finding out more about divine guidance? We all possess special gifts in this world, and sometimes finding out more about them and how to use them can help us get through some of the difficult parts of our lives. Tune in to Elemental Balance, Soul and Spirit Guidance with host Phyllis Valois. Phyllis is an intuitive and medium who will use her gifts to help you find out more about your gifts. Listen every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Mary Jo at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. The things that I'm going to be sharing with you now come from dealing with the energy of the mother. And the first one I'm going to talk about is the healing power of Mother Nature. One of the foremost leaders in working with nature is Ted, the late Ted Andrews, who from his oracle cards, Nature Speak, that are available through dragonhawkpublishing.com. He talks about various aspects of nature to support us, and I'd like to share them with you. The first thing is winter. Winter is a time to be still and go within. Spring is a time for new growth. Autumn for harvest and sowing seeds. And summer bring to fruition. Each one of those stages has a different impact on us. There are times when you're dealing with forgiving uh, yourself to move to a new place of health. We need to be still and go within. We need to work towards new growth. We need to harvest and sow our seeds and then bring to fruition our efforts. The other thing Mother Nature talks to us about is through the wind. The wind says change is coming. The clouds refer to signs and visions. The rain brings the need for time to replenish and nourish. Storm means resolving conflicts. Sunshine is shined forth. So there are many things that each of us need to address, and perhaps we need to deal with change, signs, and visions, resolve conflicts, or replenish the soul. The last thing he talks about, well, the second last thing is um, the land. 
The ocean is a time for life, death, and rebirth. It reminds you of that. The prairie, move and adapt. Mountains, a spiritual quest. The desert, resilience and strength. The marshland, transition and change. The beach, healing and balance. And the meadow, growth and abundance. Ted is offering us insights as we go out in nature to take in the energy that is around us and reflect with that. Take time to notice how it can shift our energy. The last piece from Ted Andrews is dealing with the flowers. The sage is used for spiritual contact, the rose for love and healing, the lily for a time of new birth, and the sunflower, happiness is at hand. As a young adult growing up, I always had the peace lily plant in my home. And I realized that that was part of my way of connecting with nature to bring about new things in my life and help me to deal with change and transition. The powerful thing about the sunflower card, and that's why I chose to reflect on that, it the sunflower follows the light. It moves towards the light. It faces the light. And it's a message to each of us for us to face the light, to not let go of or to let go of those painful me- memories and move into the change. I'd like to close with looking at the power of prayer in our lives. Again, Mother Nature using that as a prayer. Looking at, this is a a, a Buddhist prayer, the prayer to Tara from my friend Lama Suri Das, a Western Buddhist teacher. He writes, O Tara, Holy Liberator, swift-acting mother, we pray and invoke your blessings. Please watch over us, protect us, and hold us in your loving embrace. Then I'd like to read a prayer connected from uh, the Virgin Mary. Remember, O most loving Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection implored your help or sought your intersection and was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, we turn to you, our mother. To you we come, before you we stand, sinful and sorrowful. O mother of the word incarnate, do not despise our petitions, but in your mercy hear us and answer us. We all need to pray using the source that inspires us most, most, there are many paths to a spiritual life. Choose the one that fits your particular orientation. The show next week is going to take a different dimension. We're going to look at ethical dilemmas and challenges, when to speak up, why and how. Dr. Leah Curtin who is a living legend in nursing, will discuss this with us and offer an interesting perspective from her many years' experience in the healthcare industry and a leader in the nursing profession, 
helping people to act in ethical ways. After that, we have joining us Tapas Fleming, who will talk about healing relationships, healing them and healing us through Tapas acupressure technique. Tapas is one of the foremost leaders in the energy psychology field, and we look forward to having her join us. We have a special treat in store for us. Dr. Paul Afala from Lima, Lima, Peru will be joining us for looking Getting Hooked Up and how we went from being a chiropractor to a shaman to an energy medicine practitioner and following his spiritual path. So we have a lot of diverse guests to help us with some more wise chats. And in closing, I'd like to say thank you for joining us. And we hope that you uh, will come next week. I want to give gratitude on a daily basis to my personal and extended family and especially my three sons because family relationships are the center and joy of my life. By sending out love and appreciation, we make the world a better place. Take time now in the moment to remember who and what you are grateful for. Blessings and love to you and yours. This is Dr. MJ signing off, and please join me next Wednesday for some more Wise Chats. Thanks again for being a part of Wise Chats. Please join your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bolbrook, again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope that you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Listen for exclusive clips from... 